Good morning, 739 here on News Radio 923. I'm Andrew McKay. It's a Pensacola morning news. Joining us now, we have DC Reeves, the mayor of Pensacola. Mayor, welcome back to the show, sir. Thank you for having me. Happy holidays. Happy ha- Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. And um, by the way, apparently my apologies. Uh, I was wrong and uh, you and Casey Jones were right. Uh, a unanimous vote in the end <laughs> after some wrangling about what the vote actually meant to ban smoking in city parks in Pensacola, uh, except for cigars, which, of course, are still preempted by the state. And not a single person from a public showed up to protest. So uh, apparently I'm the one. And, um, you know, there you go. Now, that's first reading, so still second reading to come. Do you expect any changes in the ordinance in the second reading in, in January? Uh, not really. I think anything would be uh, procedural. You know, we may specifically outline Osceola Golf Course as a as an exception instead of just omitting it, where if we went back and looked three years later and we said, well, what does the city limits mean? Sure. You know, just, just because it's not in the city limits, why not just go ahead and name it in there? It's kind of my logic, but... Uh, but no, I don't. I don't expect any, you know, uh, substantial changes. Okay. Yeah. No. I mean, I wouldn't either, especially based on how it went. If nobody's going to talk from the public, and you get all of the city council members on board, then you know, that it's you know all over but the shouting, basically. Uh, big thing happening this week. Obviously, we have cold weather. Freezing temperature is going to come in overnight into Friday, Saturday, Sunday for Christmas. It's going to be a very cold weekend. Uh, what kinds of things is the city doing to prepare, and what kinds of things are you doing to prepare for citizens who might be suffering with the cold weather? Of course, yeah. So um, obviously, uh, like any um, weather event, um, we, we're keeping an, an hour-by-hour look at it, and, and Chief Craner, our department, does a great job of, uh, of heading that up for us for emergency operations. A um, couple things to note and to share out there, um, dial 211, um, and that can get you that's, – that's a great starting point if you're if – you're, Seeking shelter, looking for shelter, and, and any other help that you may need based around this weather. Uh, I would say if you don't remember anything else, remember that you can call 211. Um, and then a couple other important things to point out. I do know um, as far as the um, homeless population, I know uh, we've heard that the Waterfront Mission will be a 24-7 warming center starting Thursday um, through Sunday. Uh, and I, I want to give credit, of course, to our police department. You know, uh, they, they've got uh, – beats to work and, and calls to respond to, um, but also they take a very proactive approach. And if, if we if we see anybody out there um, that we make sure that when we're just out on the streets, we make sure that we get the proper information to them and, you know, kind of uh, wear both hats there. And, and I really appreciate the, our, our police officers taking that proactive approach to make sure that uh, we're getting the word out to the people who may need it most. Mm-hmm. So, no, that's um, good. So in terms of what facilities are going to be open, I've gotten questions about the Civic Center, obviously. For the Bay Center, I'm, as you know, that's a that's a county facility, um, and uh, so we'll, I'm sure we'll be having conversations today, um, you know, about that and what potential next steps would be if if the Bay Center were to open. Very good. And as always, the reminder to people to you know cover your, you know if you've got uh, pipes, you know, in Florida we're really not built for freezing. <laughs> you know, we're just you know the pipe. You know, I, I come from the Midwest where uh, the water pipe comes to your house from a couple feet in the in the ground. You know, and so. Uh, making sure that you, you know, if it's freezing, you might want to leave it drip uh, in the farthest away from the inbound. You know, you want to cover your outside uh, spigots and, you know, we, you know, we sometimes even will turn off the water supply, that kind of stuff. Uh, but you just, you know, prepare for that because frozen pipes is not something you want to deal with. If those burst, it's a big problem, right? 
Absolutely. And, and also, you know, what I'd, I'd say is, you know, again, we'll monitor and we'll probably learn a lot more as we go through the day today. But, you know, something to keep in mind, of course, is driving, you know, and, and yeah. those decisions that will be made about, about Friday. Um, you know, the one the one bridge in the city limits that, that we maintain as the city and uh, whereas the state really maintains all of the rest is the bridge at the bottom of the 12th Avenue Bridge. I mean, uh, 12th Avenue, excuse me. Uh, kind of at the bottom of the hill there, coming up over uh, Carpenter Creek by Utah. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, of course, we've got to get that prepped, and that's two downhills coming into a bridge, and um, we've already talked with PPD about maybe having a, a squad car there to help, you know, slow folks down. Um, but just be extra, extra careful. I mean, that that is where, uh, you know, and, and uh, depending on what we end up finding out today, certainly – There'll be some more advisories about driving and things like that potentially and, and, and being on the roads. But I will say this just from a common sense standpoint, uh, on Friday, if you don't need to be out on the roads, I just I wouldn't be out there uh, taking a joyride. That would not be the day to do it. So yeah. regardless uh, of what advisories come from this point forward. And, you know, it's it's so true. It's so funny. We, we uh, biked in Ashley Plantation and Pace over the weekend and around that vicinity, and there's a big drop. That There's a huge downhill and then an uphill, and there's a bridge at the bottom, and the sign says, be careful, bridge may ice. And I was laughing. I'm like, come on, in Florida. Well, lo and behold, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know, that one time every couple of years where it can happen, you know, it's definitely a concern. Um, one of the other things that, uh, and you talked about this a little bit yesterday, but one of the things is, Open access for the museum, NAS Pensacola. This has been the, uh, you know, the Gordian knot we've been trying to solve for, well, ever since, you know, the base was closed. It's become more pressing now that COVID has has lifted because that's no longer a reason to have the base closed. But obviously security post-terrorist attack is the big issue. I know Senator Broxson, Representative Andrade and Salzman, everybody's working on this. We're going to take a quick traffic break, but when we come back, I want to ask you about what the city is doing toward that end to the degree the city has that capability. We're talking to D.C. Reeves, the mayor of Pensacola. Candy's got traffic on the fives. And this question is brought to you by, does your family have matching Christmas pajamas? D.C.? Uh, Yes. (laughs) <laughs> yes, you owe me 20 bucks, Andrew. Nice, All right, Fairfield and Gulf Beach Highway still showing an accident, but it is slow. It's moving, though, finally. Traffic tips text 437-1620. News Radio 923, informative, local, dependable. That's the image I got stuck in my head now. Well done, Candy. Yeah. All right, back to D.C. Reeves. Um, what is the city doing? What can the city do to help facilitate opening the uh, base up for the public access to the lighthouse and the museum, et cetera? Sure. So, uh, you know, in my different roles in recent years, I've been, you know, part uh, of this conversation on the periphery and perhaps more directly now, um, you know, board chair at Visit Pensacola. You know, people forget at its peak, 900,000 visitors, the largest tourist attraction between New Orleans and Orlando uh, in terms of people that come through. And when I present to groups, when they talk about this or ask me, I always say, what would we do as a community if someone called us on the phone from the outside? and said, we're going to bring a tourist attraction that's the largest between New Orleans and Orlando. What would we do to, to get that, you know, to have that come to our community? Well, we have it. We, we, so what, what I'm asking and, you know, and really as the city, representing the city is, you know, what we, I want to make sure we're doing absolutely everything we can to be a good partner. And so we, we have had um, some conversations with um, uh, the Department of the Navy um, and what I can say at the moment is we have told them that they have our 100% support logistically. Um, anything that needs to be done um, from a city perspective uh, to help get that uh, across the finish line is, is something that we'd be at minimum willing to entertain and most likely willing to do. 
Um, so I'm encouraged in the fact that the, you know, the, the tone of the conversation has changed to kind of how can we uh, is what I could say. Um, and a lot of balls in their court and, and a lot of decisions made. And, and look, the, the challenge for the Navy is, uh, you know, security is job one. For right. them. So, and I understand that. And I certainly sympathize with that. Um, but um, what our, our options are, I know, you know, some options per, perhaps could be moving up the chain. Um, and I've told them we are at the ready to make sure that uh, the city of Pensacola is uh, proactive and plays a, a key role in um, any way that we can get the museum open in any fashion. And I, I want to just I want to make sure I heard you properly and don't mischaracterize you. You're saying that yeah. the conversational tone from Big Navy is how can we that that's a shift you've seen? Not not the local because yeah, we know the local base commanders and all that. That's all they're all that's on board. Correct. They want to make something happen. Um, but you know, Big Navy has been that's the hurdle. Correct. Absolutely. What I would say is, is I think the the level of um, of concern and consideration for the plight of our community and our base about this uh, has has changed wow, uh, slightly. Great. Now, what will that what that will result in? You know, we'll we'll find out. And and uh, but at the end of the day, I appreciate Big Navy, uh, you know, taking another look at this. Yeah. Um. And I'm I'm thrilled and grateful to to be a part of. Uh, those conversations as they move forward. And um, and as I said, I, what I can say at the moment is we will do everything we can in the city of Pensacola to, to get that treasure of ours, the thing that I grew up going to, a lot of us grew up going to, and was a big important part of our lives, um, you know, and get it back open. You know, we, we it, it's, it's difficult to watch it yeah. uh, in the state that it's in now, um, you know, compared to what it was. Yeah. And look, I mean, I know that's not a definitive answer, but, you know, baby steps to the door, baby steps down the hallway, baby steps to the elevator. You know, I'm, you know, I'm on board. This is, you know, progress, even that's little right. progress is, is a good thing with Big Navy. We always like to end with uh, the lightning round. Uh, Candy already asked you the one about right. the uh, matching pajamas, which we know. Um, do you wear them anytime? Other, I mean, do you wear them just for funsies or is it special? Just Do you wear them at Christmas morning? No, this is, I mean. I mean, give me some credit. This is on, this is a this is a one night only uh, endeavor. <laughs> it's a photo. What do they look like? Fair enough. Um, does your does your family do you open presents at all Christmas Eve? Yes, uh, you know we uh, at my mom's house historically for us as kids we would do Christmas Eve um, and uh, so all so presents yeah, or I one mean, present? We, we can't, uh, no, we we. We uh, ration it out. You know, we, we make make sure that um, we're too excited to not open anything uh, on Christmas Eve, but we, we save some stuff. And, of course, um, you know, Santa's uh, shows up on Christmas morning as well at our house. So. All right. Fair enough. And what is the meat of preference for Christmas dinner? Oh. Um, I mean, I would say if, if I were to run through all of them, it would be uh, turkey, but we're going uh, – switching it up we're going ham uh, all right all right this, this spiral time. slice so, honey ham yeah. regular any 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 uh oh honey gotta go honey. you gotta go the honey. Yeah, I, yeah, I agree absolutely. with that. I, yeah. I can affirm your decision yeah, it tastes for like you, you well made done. it <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we made it dc yeah. reeves is the mayor of pensacola he joins us every wednesday dc as always thanks for the time and merry christmas sir we'll talk to you again merry soon christmas. all right merry christmas guys thanks so much